Hello and welcome to Wizard Studies. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And today we are <laughs> in the same room. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Um, so we decided in honor of us being in the same room again, the last time we were together and recorded an episode, we did a Q&A. So we're going to do another Q&A. And it's kind of like in celebration of Harry's birthday because we're recording this like that weekend, but not really. It was just an excuse for me to come up this weekend. Yeah. It just happened to work out this way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we had asked for questions. Our patron of the episode first before you get ahead of yourself. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Our patron shout out this episode is to Justine. Thank you, Justine, for your support. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, but so this episode is a Q&A episode. And so we asked for questions this past week. I like posted on the, our Instagram story. I posted on our Facebook group. And I think we'll be going live later in, later on while we're recording this episode and see if we get any on there. Just for a little bit on Instagram. But yeah, so we're just kind of answering some questions we got. Some are about Harry Potter, some are about the podcast, some are about us. But we're excited. All right, first question. All right. <laughs> I will be reading the questions. <laughs> um, is from Leia, and Leia asks, how'd you meet? Um, I feel like we've kind of, I don't know if we've ever gone through like the full story before. I mean, it's not like really that long of a story. But I feel like we've talked about it before. We met while well, we were we both studied abroad and did the same program in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, we're not like from the same area of the United States or anything, but we met in Stockholm at school. Yeah. And, um, and we became friends. Fast friends. <laughs> and yeah. now is the second time we've seen each other in the United in States. In the United States. So we just spent a lot of time together in Europe and then have not been able to see each other as much since yeah. Home. Yeah, and But I we've th- known each other for almost three years now. It's a wild. I can't believe it was three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were we both we met like the day before school started. We both stayed with host families and our host parents both decided to take us into the city the day before school started to like show us how to get to the school on the public transportation. And we met outside. We just both had, like, happened to get there at, like, the same time. So we met outside, and then the next day, they were, like, we were the only people that each other knew, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. And we latched onto each other. That's we how we met. We were bad at making more friends. <laughs> <laughs> we made other friends. Yeah. Throughout our time there, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, that actually transitions, like, sort of well, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Into a question from Morgan. We got a whole bunch of questions from Morgan, so thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, thank you. She asked, where did you guys go to school? I went to the University of Minnesota and graduated with a degree in sport management. Oh, a little extra information there. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to be talking about dream jobs later, so I feel like it might be helpful background information Yeah. to know the degree that I have. Should we just like group all of these questions? <laughs> yeah, sure. We can do that one next. Um, so I went to school at a, a small school in Maine. Um, love Maine. Beautiful place. Um, and I studied neuroscience there. So I don't know if that's my dream job though. <laughs> I now work in um, research, cancer research. Not neuroscience, but biology related. Um, so I don't know. Probably the job that I will end up doing is in science and getting my PhD and hopefully being a professor um, at a small school. But I don't know what my dream job is. Like I feel like something in sports, which maybe is part <laughs> of the reason why Katie and I get along. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I have the motivation to pursue. That. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's exhausting. Um, dream job? I feel like all throughout high school, 
my dream job was like basically to be a sports agent mm. if I could but I don't know if like realistically I would like doing that job yeah you know like now I have a better now that I have a better understanding of what sports agents do I don't know. I'd love to work in, like, hockey ops for an NHL team and, like, player ops. Yeah. I can see you doing make that. Make, make, like, a, like, work as, like, a GM. A GM of an NHL team would be, like, if I was reaching for the stars. Yeah, really rising to the top. As eh? my dream, dream job. <laughs> it would probably be, like, a GM of a hockey team. That's cool. It wouldn't even have to be an NHL team. Like, I would take an AHL team or... You know, like lower. Well, you gotta work leagues. your way up. Yeah, or or one or a team in the NWHL. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, Katie, I feel like I'm really just. I know. I feel like I'm being interviewed. I can answer some of these first. Um. So our next question from Morgan is: Do you have any pets or siblings? I do. I have two siblings. I feel like I've talked about my sister quite a bit on here just because... You have a podcast with her. Yeah, I do have a podcast with my with my sister. <laughs> um, but I've also... I feel like I've talked about her in the context of Harry Potter, too, because she's five years older than I am, and so she was kind of like that perfect age for the Harry Potter phenomena. I was like... Audrey and I are kind of like on the tail end, like younger side of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rebecca's kind of on the younger side of that, too, because like she's not in her 30s yet. I feel mm-hmm. like early 30s is kind of like prime yeah um harry potter phenomena age but she kind of like is one of the reasons why i got into harry potter in the first place because i was way too young to read the books as they were coming out but she was like just about that right age yeah and then i have a younger brother and then i do have two pets one is like a family pet her name is may she's a dog she's a corgi mix and then my dog that I got for my college graduation, her name is Georgie. She's a terrier mix slash maybe just a ratty looking terrier. <laughs> half Who rat, knows? half dog. Half rat, half terrier. <laughs> um, and she's named after George Weasley. Nice. Okay. I have similar, like I have siblings who are also older and in the like more Harry Potter fandom age. Um, similar to you with Rebecca. So I have three older siblings and like my two, the two oldest ones are my brothers and they like were very much like in the, the early days of Harry Potter. So I think that's why like the whole family got into it. Yeah. Um, and, oh, when you were talking about your siblings, I thought we could talk about our siblings' houses because I'm pretty um sure... I don't know if they've all, like, taken the quiz recently, but I'm pretty sure that my four siblings and I are, all are the four different houses, which is pretty cool. Yeah. My sister's a Ravenclaw. She's very much a Ravenclaw <laughs> as well. And then my brother, he's taken the quiz a couple different times. I feel like he's gone Hufflepuff before. He's gotten Gryffindor, I think, and he's maybe even gotten Slytherin one time. Mm. I really, like, I was talking about this earlier. I'm really bad about placing people in houses. I think that if, like, you made me make a decision on what I think my brother is, I feel like I would say between Slytherin and Gryffindor. I don't know if I could make a decision between those two. Mm. Those would be my top two, though. Okay. For David. Yeah. My... So, obviously, I'm a Ravenclaw, and I think both of my brothers, their second houses are probably Ravenclaw. Like, they have very Ravenclaw tendencies, and maybe when they were younger, they would have been Ravenclaw, but my oldest brother, I think, is definitely a Slytherin. And then the other one is definitely a Hufflepuff mm. and then my sister I had a hard time predicting what house she was gonna be in I thought maybe Hufflepuff mm. um but she took the quiz and got Gryffindor which I can see so I feel like she's like more of a balance between those two houses um which I think is what my parents are so I think that makes sense yeah my dad actually we took I had him take like the full quiz with all the questions mm-hmm. the percentages he got the same exact percentages as me for Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. Oh. Or no, no, not as me. He got the same percentages. Like, he got, like, 40% Hufflepuff, 40% Gryffindor. Oh, he was, like, exactly yeah. the same for his top two houses. 
for like the full and all of the questions so for him it would really if he were to do like the wizarding world one it would depend on which questions he got yeah for which house he would get and then my mom is a hufflepuff yes i knew that (laughs) um oh and then i didn't answer about my pets i have our family dog um is a yellow lab and his name is harry and he (laughs) is going to be five soon um we did not name him. We rescued him with that name. And it's, like, apparently after Harry Styles, I think, is, like, the family that we rescued I him from. love There's, that. like, a few different reasons he's named Harry. One of them is Harry Styles. Another is, like, someone, they knew someone named Harry. I don't know why you would name your dog after someone you knew. Um, but I like to I'd speak to him in a British accent. Um, yeah, hooray. But I don't think he's a Gryffindor. I think he's a Hufflepuff. Although he's kind of a jock, so maybe he's a Gryffindor. Georgie's definitely a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, um, like, it's all about her, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, with our other dog, she likes to steal attention from May. She gets angry when May gets attention, and she doesn't get attention. <laughs> okay. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wanted to start their own podcast? I feel like I've said this before and I don't know if like just in the context of like what advice would you give but I always believe that like if you want to start a podcast do it like it's really not not I'm not gonna say it's like the easiest thing I've ever done in my life because it takes work but it's also not as like complicated as I think I thought it was going to be going into Mm -hmm. it I feel like I thought it was going to be like, I don't know, I feel like there is just this gatekeeping feel that I got from it. It's like, oh, like, I don't know how to actually start a podcast, like, what goes into actually doing it. I feel like you don't know how to do it unless you already know how to do it, like, that kind of thing. But it's really not that difficult to actually start a podcast like follow through with it and record and edit and that like that takes time but it's not particularly difficult no to do no I don't think so especially just talk to each other yeah and like I think number one is to just if you want one and you're passionate enough about a certain subject or passionate enough about just like podcasts in general do it and number two I would say do it about something you actually care about (laughs) i don't know who would start a podcast or who would do a podcast about something they don't care about and don't love but those are two important things yeah i would say to follow up on like it's not that hard like it's not that hard to just be like your average podcaster yeah you know to like make it a job and to like obviously that's obviously hard yeah we don't put I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but we maybe don't put in, like, the maximum effort on, like, marketing and social media. <laughs> Just because, like, neither of us, like, neither of us, I, I wouldn't say that neither of us are good at that. It's just neither of us are, like, that's not our passion. We're also not trying to, like, make a living off of this yes, podcast. Yeah, so I don't have a whole lot of, like, motivation to do that stuff, yeah. and it's not something I particularly love doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would come in with realistic expectations, you know, and, like, put in the equivalent effort to get out what you want of it. Like, you can't put in minimal effort and expect to, like, become a famous podcaster. Like, I know, maybe you could, maybe you could be, like, the one in a million that that happens to, but, like, if you want to put in the effort and try to become, like, it become your job and you become famous, like, that takes a lot of work. Yeah. I think I would just say do it if you think you'll have fun doing it. And yeah. if you stop having fun doing it, stop or take a break, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, like, don't take it too seriously. Yeah. And you're gonna, like, you're gonna have technical difficulties <laughs> and there are gonna be times when you don't want to record and yeah. all these things and it's, like... Just don't take it too seriously. Just, like, have fun with it. And, like, if you don't take it too seriously, you're not going to be as upset when you somehow lose your entire file of an episode you just recorded that was, like, three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Are you speaking from experience? (laughs) No, I think for me, like, I've gone through a journey through this podcast. Like, I, there are some points when we're doing this podcast where it's, like, 
I don't really care about the subject we're talking about. Mm. Like, there are some days and, like, some months, and, like I, I, like, I think kind of I was going through one earlier this year where, like, Harry Potter just, like, isn't a super, like, my favorite part of life. Yeah. You know? And I think that one of the reasons I still love doing this is, like, doing it with Audrey. You know, like... Take a good co-host. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, for me, like, that's kind of been the biggest takeaway from this is, like... It is, I could guarantee you, this is going to sound so bad, but I can guarantee you if, like, Audrey and I didn't do this podcast, I would not be as good of friends with Audrey to, no, to this No, we probably, day. like, would text each other once a year. Yeah, like, I, like, would maybe text you on, like, the anniversary of, like, starting abroad and being yeah. like, can you believe it was And, like, oh, miss ago. you. Yeah. But, like, I would not text Audrey nearly with, like, the frequency that we text. I wouldn't, like, know what's going on we in your talk, life like, like I do. Yeah. I would not FaceTime her with yeah. the frequency that I do now. <laughs> so, like, for me, I think that's been, like, the biggest, like, outcome of this podcast is, like, staying in contact with you and staying friends with you. Yeah. Which is the best part. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, I think is a valid reason to keep yeah. this podcast going in my head. Like, Yeah, I'm thankful that we started it because, like, I don't know, it, like, continued our friendship. I think that's, like, the biggest, yeah. Yeah. The biggest benefit we've gotten. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to be famous. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice. No, I mean, I don't think I'd want to be a famous podcaster. On that note. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Morgan also asks, how do your families feel about your podcast fame? Which we find this question, I'm sorry, Morgan, we find this question hilarious because we do not feel like we have podcast fame. No. Um, Once we hit a thousand followers on Instagram, I'll feel like I'm podcast famous, which isn't even that many. We're of a long way from I know, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I, f- I feel like that would be a good benchmark of, like, damn. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't feel like we're famous, but I think no. my parents and my family just, like, I think they think it's kind of funny that I have a podcast, and, like, my dad sometimes listens, and I think he finds it funny to listen to. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they're supportive, but they're not, like... Yeah. Katie's family, like, is very supportive. I think they want us to get famous. My parents <laughs> are like, I'm supporting you because you clearly are having fun doing this. They don't, yeah. they don't really understand podcasts that much. I don't know if my mom knows how to, like... I think maybe she... I think she's learned how to use the podcast app. To listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, but I feel like your family is more, like... They're also they're very already involved. more... They're more, like, in fandoms and Harry Potter and stuff. Yeah. And, like, they've been very supportive of us. Like, they helped us with that fundraiser we did. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, my family, like... And not even just, like, my mom and, mom and dad. Like, my aunts also. Like, if you haven't noticed, two of them are patrons. Like... <laughs> Um, my family, they're, like, generally, my family are very big Harry Potter fans. Like, my mom as well, my two aunts have, like, all read the books. Like, all, like, fairly involved in the Harry Potter. Like, I don't know if they'd say, like, the Harry Potter fandom, but, like, watch the movies every so often, have read the book multiple times. Like, know what I'm talking about in general when I talk about Harry Potter stuff. So, like, my whole family listens. They, my mom is, like, extremely supportive of the podcast. If, like, I asked her to do, like, anything for the podcast, I think she would. Yeah. You know? I mean, she, like, knitted me a sweater. (laughs) I've never met Katie's mom, but she, like, sends me gifts. And, yeah, I love her. (laughs) I think my mom gets a lot of joy out of me doing this podcast. Like, both selfishly, I think she likes listening. Yeah. And I think it's a way for her to, like, not that I, like, I talk to my mom quite often, but, like, a way to, like, stay connected to me, mm-hmm. even when I'm not at home. But I think she also is, like, very happy that I am doing something that I'm obviously enjoying and passionate about as well. As all parents should be. Yes. Um, okay. Let's switch, and uh, we got a couple more, like, Hog- uh, Hogwarts, Harry Potter-specific questions from Morgan. Um... If you could have a lifetime supply of one potion, which potion would you pick? Okay, so I feel like Felix Felicis is, like, the go-to answer for this. And I feel like it might, at the end of the day, be the most practical. But I also feel like I could go for, like, a pepper-up potion. Mm -hmm. The one that is just supposed to, like, cure the common cold, Mm -hmm. basically. I feel like having that would be clutch. You know? Just, like, an instant 
if you just like have the stuffy nose, just take it and it's gone. Yeah. If you have like a sore throat, take it and it's gone. Yeah. Like I, feel I also like that think it like it so warms clutch. you up too. Yeah. Um, that's a really good answer. I was thinking definitely Felix Felices was like the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I wouldn't like overuse it, but just yeah. to like have. If you're ever having like a bad yeah. day and you just like feel you're just, like down. I need the rest of the day to go well. Yeah. And like I need a little luck on my side. Yeah. Um. The other one, I don't know the name of it. It's like Draft of Peace. Oh yeah, or dra- the Draft like that. of Peace. Yeah, and it's like I guess it's kind of like anxiety medication. <laughs> like I don't. Just like, but yeah. like I just think it'd be super useful to like be able to have that like in your medicine cabinet or something that like it's it seems like it doesn't like it's not like a sedative but it just like calms you down like yeah and I think that'd be super nice similar to like Felix Felicis to be able to take when you're like anxious about something just to like calm your nerves and like it'd be great to have to like be able to like you know how sometimes like someone comes to you anxious and you're like I want to do something to help Mm. you and I guess like this kind of sounds like I'm like trying to drug these people (laughs) but like we're taking potions as like different than like drugs yeah and I think it'd just be super nice to be able to like give them some tea and be like I'm gonna put a little draft of peace in it and like like calm down yeah like everything's gonna be okay because like words can only go so far sometimes yeah when you saying that I think another one that would be I would use like on the regular would be like a sleeping draft or like mm. a sleeping potion yeah because like sometimes yeah sometimes I have a really hard time like falling asleep mm. and just to be able to take that and to like no, not only know that like it's going to put me to sleep but kind of like keep me asleep and like give me a good sleep mm-hmm like, having, that would be really nice. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, like, melatonin. Yeah, but, like, melatonin, that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If you were allowed to bring one muggle object to Hogwarts from home, what would you bring and why? I feel like that's so hard because we were talking about this earlier, and, like, I mentioned my phone, and I still think that my phone would be, like, a very good thing to bring because even if I don't have internet and even if I don't have service... I could play games on my phone. Yeah. And I was telling it, like, I could use it as a camera. Yeah, but don't you want a wizarding camera? Yeah, that's true. But also, like, I guess I couldn't charge it because there's no electricity. I'd have to get, like, a solar power charger. You bring the phone, I'll bring the charger. The charger, but there's no plugs. Like I said, it would have to be, like, a solar power charger or something. Yeah. Okay. My joke answer is a pen. Mmm. Because I didn't want to, I wouldn't want to write with quill. Or a pencil. Writing with a quill would be fun for like ten minutes. Yeah, literally <laughs> the first day of class. Not even. I would bring a pen. Otherwise, I don't know. Like, I guess like something for like entertainment. Like, I don't, like a Muggle book. I guess that I don't know if that counts as like a Muggle item, mm, but yeah. like a book. Um, I feel like everything that, like, muggles have that wizards don't, it's, like, electronics and stuff. So I'm yeah. trying to think of something different. So I was thinking of, like, a deck of cards, but they have decks of cards. Like, yeah. Exploding Snap is essentially a deck yeah. of cards. And then also I was thinking maybe, like, a shower. Like, does that count as an object? Do Can I bring showers? an entire shower? I don't Do they think just they have, have showers. They have, like, the, the bath. They have the prefix bathroom. I don't know mm. that they have showers. Mm. So... I'm trying to think of like practical thing. I mean, but I, I would think bring mother like clothing. I would bring, oh, bring yeah. mother. But I feel like, I mean, clothing is something that's so weird in the wizarding world because like we're told that they don't wear normal clothes, but then they do. Then they do. Like they yeah. wear sweaters. Like at the end of the day, a sweater is a normal, yeah. clo- like a piece of clothing that's normal. Um, but like I would just bring my clothes. But it's also kind of unclear whether like Hermione brought her normal muggle clothes to wear on like, the weekends. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then I was thinking, like, health product or, like, beauty product. Like, you know, like... Yeah, I feel like a lot of that stuff... Like, lotion, but, like, all that stuff you could, like... Yeah, the wizarding world probably has a better They probably have a better alternative. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think a pen is I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, sentimental for me that I would A photo album? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's some tough. stamps so I could go to the nearest Muggle town and not have to <laughs> use an owl. An owl. Because like, but what my parents, if I'm Muggle born, they probably don't want owls coming want an in. Owl coming yeah, in. that's true. That's true. <laughs> a pen is a really good answer, like a pen or a pencil, to be yeah. able to like erase. 
be nice. <laughs> I'm sure they have a spell that like erases for them, but yeah, yeah. So we are now live. Um, made the transition over, and we'll take a question from Micah. Um, what spell would be the most useful to you? I feel like Accio. That's what I was gonna say because like, I'm lazy. Obviously, the most useful one. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like we've kind of had a semi-similar question as a pop quiz before, and I feel like we talked about like laundry spells or like bold mm-hmm. clothes spells or oh, just like a laundry spell would be huge yeah just yeah. like a, some sort of like household chore spell yeah or like cooking spells mm. i guess that's a household chore yeah i think it's definitely Akio. yeah yeah i mean that one's just you could whip that out at, like, any time, and it could be useful. <laughs> I would never have to stand up again. <laughs> okay. Um, let's take another question from Micah, which is, what's your favorite Harry Potter collectible item that you own, and which one do you want to get so badly? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm trying to, like, run through what I have. I... I have um, some stuff they've gone from like subscription boxes. I really like. I have a like a winged key mm. that is like really well done that I really like. Um, another one of my favorite things that I have, and this is so weird because if you would have asked me like what would be a good like collectible item to have, I would never say, said this. But now that I have one, I love it. I have like a replica plate like a cat plate from Umbridge's office Ooh. and I feel like it's just like such a deep cut item yeah. that it's like I don't know it's just like so fun to have and you like I hate Umbridge cut. and I hate cats and it's pink and I really don't like pink <laughs> but I just feel like it's such a like um, a niche yeah thing that's like really cool that is cool and I, I like, like my wands that I have obviously yeah yeah I feel like your wands are like your biggest like collection yeah yeah for sure I don't have a ton of stuff um, I'm not really, like, a knick-knacky person, I think. Mm. I also, like, the place I'm living right now, like, I don't have the space. <laughs> Katie has seen that this weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't have the space to have a lot of stuff. Um, but I feel like the, like, purchase I've been most excited about is that, um, what's her name? Sid Sketch. Oh, yeah. Um, I bought one of her prints, like, last year, I think. And it's a print of... Ginny, Hermione, and Luna, um, like, sitting together, like, reading, like, in a book club. It's called, like, Feminist Book Club, and they're reading, um, A Room of One's Own, I think, and the details in it are so cool. Like, Luna is wearing, like, things that are, like, be a vegetarian, like, um, Hermione's wearing a SPEW pin, S-P-E-W pin, and a Black Lives Matter shirt, and it's, like, Sid sketch does a really beautiful um black Hermione um and Ginny has on like a like a varsity jacket and she has um the ribbon in her hair is the bi flag and then she has um a patch that says like flying with my like sisters s-i-s-t-e-r-s not my sisters c-i-s so like and it's in the trans colors. Um, so they all kind of have, like, their different causes. Yeah. And there's, like, these beautiful plants. I just described that whole thing. But that's definitely, like, my favorite, like, my favorite purchase I made. Um, and then something I, don't know what I, I want. want. I really, one of my favorite things that I've almost bought multiple times is, like, a Quidditch World Cup, like, poster. Like, one of the, yes. like, ad posters. Yeah. I almost bought that both times I've gone to the studio tour it's like been on my Christmas list before that's like something that I would <laughs> love to have yeah I those are really nice I really like paper replicas too like I have a paper replica of the Yule Ball like a Yule Ball invitation yeah like I have a paper replica of the Marauders map that kind of stuff yeah those are cool I think probably what I want is the house book set or mm. the illustrated book set because yeah. you have those and like I 
They're so beautiful. Yeah, the um, illustrated books are amazing. And the house books that I've been buying for my girlfriend, so it's like I'm gonna like have access to it. Um, it she's also a Ravenclaw, but I think maybe the illustrated books. I like because I like having like book like I love to like just have books like on my bookshelf like collect them and look at them and be able to like open them at any time so I think like I think I would really like to have the illustrated ones oh something else that has been on my list for a really long time and like will continue to be on my list like probably till the day I die I really want to have the first book like first Harry Potter book and like from every country I've been to Mm, you know mm -hmm. like I, I have the Swedish version I have a Scottish version yeah, that's super cool. And I think that's it. Cool. And I really want one, like, I want a Spanish version, like, from when I went to Spain. I think that would be, like, a really cool mix of, like, two of my biggest passions in life, which are, like, traveling and Harry <laughs> Potter. So, yeah, like I said, that'll probably be something that's, like, on my list till the day I die. That's really cool. Because yeah. they're also, like, expensive and, like, really not that easy to find in, like, certain languages. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot of access to them. Like, especially on the internet. Like, not in that You have country. to, like, go to a bookstore in that country. Yeah. Because, like, eBay will have some. But, like, sometimes they don't have the first book. Mm. Which I really want the first book. Yeah. That's super cool. Okay. Now let's do this other question, which I'm excited about. Yeah. So, what's your zodiac sign? And does it match your Hogwarts house? So. Yeah. Katie. Yes. Your zodiac sign is Aquarius. Correct. So I pulled up the co-star um, <laughs> traits for Aquarius. We have purposely, purposefully esoteric. I don't even know what that means. Doesn't do feelings, just concepts. <laughs> Actually believes in conspiracy theories. More in love with humanity as a whole than individuals. Mm. Always feels like an outcast. Fetishizes personal <laughs> freedom. I love that. The best careers for you include... I don't know what that is. Professional dilettante. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. But I've heard that word before. (laughs) A bohemian. (laughs) A casual anthropologist. A rioter and looter. Artificial intelligence. And an armchair philosopher. So. Okay. I don't think this matches your Hogwarts house. (laughs) No. Like Aquarius. I like even said this before he looked up stuff. Like Aquarius definitely gives off Ravenclaw vibes. Yeah. And it's like almost like there's differing between the charts you find when you look up like Zodiac signs Hogwarts house. But Aquarius is like always Ravenclaw. Yeah. And I don't know how much I love being an Aquarius in general. Mm -hmm. Like I don't super identify with that zodiac Mm -hmm. sign Mm -hmm. like they always kind of talk like independent and like like freedom is something that's always brought up and like that's definitely what I like uh vibe with the most (laughs) but a lot of times it comes off as like very like kind of in these like the careers for it very like hoity-toity and like (laughs) I'm better than you because I'm smarter than you (laughs) And I feel like I'm not really like that. I think it is funny that it says casual anthropology, so because like number one, my sister like has a master's degree in yeah. anthropology, and number two, like one of, speaking of like dream jobs for like almost all of elementary school, being an archaeologist. I know archaeologists and anthropologists are different, yeah. but they're like similar. Being an archaeologist was like my dream job. Like being yeah. a museum curator was my dream job when I was like 10. You know, Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Maybe I should have become an archaeologist. It's never too late. A rider and looter though, that's kind of no, wild. I don't really know what the I think they're trying to joke around. Yeah. Um okay, so I think I think yeah, it doesn't it doesn't fit, but yeah. It's okay. So I'm a Gemini, which uh, is a loaded, like, whenever I tell someone I'm a Gemini, they're like, oh, like, it's like the bad connotation one, but I, I lean into it. Um, so Gemini traits on CoStar are charismatic, I don't think, uh, uses humor as a crutch, could talk to a brick wall. I mean, I can talk to myself in front of a brick wall. Yeah. Um, arguments as flirting and knows a little about everything. Best careers, a likable politician actor who plays a quirky side character so Zoe Deschanel <laughs> no but a side character sometimes she I guess just not she's the main character yeah. um devil's advocate bubblegum rapper joke writer oh I think that's my dream job <laughs> and twitter personality mm. um 
Okay, so I think it, when you look up Hogwarts houses and zodiac signs, Gemini is usually a Slytherin. Because, like, the big Gemini thing, which, like, this didn't hit on, probably because it was trying to be nice to me, is, like... Two-faced. Two-faced. Yeah, kind of conniving. Um, and, like, I feel like I could lean into that. Like, I think I'm more of a Slytherin than you are. Probably. <laughs> and I feel like maybe if it's, like... I feel like I... I don't think it matches super well to Ravenclaw, but it could fit into, like, you know, that that overlap of of Slytherin and Ravenclaw like there is an overlap of like smart people who are feel like feel superior superior, and also like clever in a cunning way Mm. and I don't know that I necessarily like fit into that like that's not the part of Ravenclaw I most identify with but I think like Gemini's could fit into that spot yeah I would agree I would agree so but just in general I don't know if this will like (laughs) make me less popular with some listeners but like, <laughs> I, I think zodiac signs are mostly a sham but that's just me yeah I mean they are and like kind of everything like yeah I mean we talk like about we talk about Myers-Briggs and it's that's a sh- kind of a sham too yeah I, um, I would agree but I, I like I think talking about the shams is fun yeah I do think Myers-Briggs maybe has like a little bit more like what's the word well yeah because it's Credibility. not just like when you're born yes and I think that like, yes, Myers-Briggs still uses, like, very vague and general statements, but mm-hmm. I think they go together, whereas I think Zodiac is, like, they throw, like, shit at the wall, <laughs> you know? See what sticks. <laughs> like, for Aquarius, a lot of the ones I hear, like, independent, creative, free spirit, and, like, I think almost anybody could identify with every, like, with one personality trait from each Zodiac yeah. sign. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna run through... Like, there's a bunch of different ones, but just for the listeners who are curious, I'm going to run through this um, chart I have up. So it has Slytherin as Scorpio, Aries, and Gemini. Ravenclaw as Aquarius, Virgo, and Pisces. Hufflepuff as Cancer, Libra, Taurus. And Gryffindor as Sagittarius, Leo, Capricorn. So let us know if yours fits. Because I'd be interested to know if people have ones that they, like, they feel like they identify well with their zodiac sign and their hogwarts house and they match that would be interesting rebecca's a pisces pisces is under ravenclaw there we go my mom is a taurus taurus is under Hufflepuff. oh okay i guess we already <laughs> have some people coming up <laughs> um, I, like i really don't know any other zodiac signs i don't know like when they are yeah i don't none of these are jumping out as matching people that i know but like what is what is going on right now leo it's leo season Leo, Leo's, uh, obviously Leo is the Gryffindor. Like, Harry, Harry would work. Oh, yeah, 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 Leo. Yeah, Leo's now. My mom's a Leo, but she's a Hufflepuff. And then next is Virgo, I think. I don't know anything about Virgo. Yeah, me either. But Where maybe they? they're they're under Ravenclaw. Mm. <laughs> Becca was trying yeah. to. You're um, okay. Because I think, because I was looking, Aquarius is sandwiched by... Pisces and Capricorn so I was like oh if I was born like a couple weeks earlier or a couple weeks later mm-hmm. I still wouldn't have gotten Hufflepuff yeah because Pisces is also Ravenclaw and Capricorn is Gryffindor yeah I think Gemini before it is Taurus mm. yeah it's like early after. May Cancer I think right and those are both Hufflepuff mm. so nothing works for me yeah me, me, me neither <laughs> okay should we call it? Yeah. Thank you for joining on live. We're just going to kind of do a couple questions, but we're going to go back to just our normal recording. But Bye. Thank you. We are off live now, so this is no more sneak peek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that we got all these. Yeah. Okay, so Salvador asked us. Oh. Which other Harry Potter podcaster would you draft for the pod? Okay, so I don't listen to a whole lot of other Harry Potter podcasts, but two that I have listened to multiple episodes of are Swish and Flick and Hold My Butterbeer. And Hold My Butterbeer, we saw them do a panel at LeakyCon when we went in October. And two of them are from North Carolina, 
And I think that Haley, who's the Hufflepuff yeah. from Hold My po- Hold My Butterbeer Pod, I like follow her. Like we follow them on the podcast yeah. and stuff. And her and her husband, who's the Ravenclaw on that podcast do like lots of cosplay stuff Mm -hmm. and they are also like big like marvel and star wars and disney people which Mm -hmm. i am also big marvel star wars and disney like a big star wars marvel and disney person so i think that i would draft Haley from hold my butter beer pod okay i would also i haven't listened to i think i listened to like one or two episodes of their podcast but I would like to draft Michael because <laughs> that man has so... He has all the resources. Yeah. We he saw, would just do our notes. <laughs> we saw him... We Like, when we saw that panel, it was, like, right before... It was, like, when we knew Pottermore was coming down, but it hadn't come down yet. And he had printed out every single, like, yeah. write-up and had them in binders. And so, like, I want to draft him so that he can help us with yeah. research plus i think it would be fun to like do a podcast <laughs> with a married couple like i don't know i feel like it would just be interesting okay so if we drafted them then we would do two ravenclaws two hufflepuffs yeah that's true i feel like i feel like i like our brand of being a hufflepuff ravenclaw pod like we don't need a gryffindor or slytherin you know yeah my other answer though was going to be a gryffindor yeah it's gonna be tiffany from switch and flick um I mean, we love all the Swish and Flick hosts, yeah. but if I can, if I just had to choose one, I'd probably choose Tiffany because I feel like we, I agree the most with Tiffany on yeah. the podcast. I agree with Tiffany and Katie. And I the like most. to have people I agree with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just it's good when you disagree, but I don't want to fight. Yeah, I feel like we can't draft Katie though because we can't have two Kate number one two Katies on the podcast and two Katies that are Hufflepuffs mm-hmm. on the podcast. <laughs> that might get a little confusing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess we could draft Tiffany. Yeah. If we wanted to, like, have a Gryffindor. Yeah, we could also stay all female then, too. Yeah. Also, like, people that I haven't really listened to, but, like, we follow on Twitter. Um, like, a f- like the, the Fire Whiskey. Yeah, and, like, the people from um, the Black Girls Create yeah. podcast, which I actually the think Gaily they stopped Prophet. the podcast. But the Gaily Prophet. Like, all of those podcasts, I don't listen to because yeah i listen to too many podcasts already but like a lot of people like their twitter personalities i like so yeah i would be happy to draft a lot of different people into the pod um but i do like the idea of keeping us hufflepuff and ravenclaw and i think if we add one we have to add two yeah to keep the balance keep balance i like that (laughs) i like that and then like if we if we drafted a different house we would have to add another color to our logo yeah it would just cause me a world of problems (laughs) what if we were just like red yellow and blue that would be weird and people would think even more that we hate slytherin yeah do people think we hate Slytherin? Yeah. <laughs> people do think we hate Slytherin. Okay. We don't. We don't. Clear we, in the air, we don't hate Slytherin. I feel like we've done this PSA so many times. Like, we, when we talk about Slytherin, we talk a lot about, like, in the context of the story. Because neither of us are Slytherins. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have that, like, not that we don't have that, like, defend Slytherin, like, agenda. But I don't know, like, Slytherins in the books are what they are. Like, I don't yeah. know what you want me to do about it, people. like I can't and we are also very like not that we're black and white when we look at characters but like we are anti-Snape we're not pro Draco redemption arc so I feel like that feeds the like anti-Slytherin yeah I agree narrative people like think that we think that yeah but I'm not against Slytherins in real life yeah no um okay wait going back to that question though I do have an answer for a podcaster who's not an HP podcaster. Mm. Um, I am a big women's soccer fan, and my favorite women's soccer podcast is Full Time with Meg Linehan. And I see her tweets on my Twitter I, feed all the time. Yeah, I've been following her work for a really long time because um, she like initially was covering the league very early when like Boston still had a team. Um, so I've been like a fan of hers for a while. I really like her work, and she has a podcast and she's a great podcaster and i know she's like mentioned this a couple times that she like wrote she ha- she was like an english major in college and she like wrote her thesis or something on like harry potter like oh, it was like something about like youth literature mm. and harry potter and that kind of stuff so 
Meg, if you ever, for some reason, listen to my <laughs> podcast as much as I listen to yours, <laughs> hit me up. We'll get you on the pod. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what house she is, but we'll make it work. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, the other podcast I listened to, we were talking about this the other day. I don't listen to, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and none of those I listen to for personalities. I listen to for, like, content and information. Yeah. So I don't, like, I know nothing. Like, the, but the true crime podcasts I listen to are scripted. It's like a documentary, yeah. basically. Yeah. So I know nothing about those people. The only other podcast I listen to, like, for personality is The Bachelor mm. recap podcast I listen to, and... Rim and AB, if either one of, like, I would be honored just to talk to you. <laughs> I love them with my whole heart. I, like, messaged them on Instagram when we were in the market for a new mic because I wanted to know what kind of mic they yeah. used. And he, like, responded and I almost, like, passed out. Is this the mic we used? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. I told you to do the research. I didn't know that's how you did it. <laughs> well, I had, like, this was already one I had in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me just, like, ask them because one of them is, like, really nitpicky about audio. Mm. Um, and so I was like, they always have really good audio. Yeah. So I asked them. Hopefully yeah. we have to do I don't think either of them know anything about Harry Potter, though. But yeah, it doesn't I, feel like I feel like it would be better if I went on their podcast. I guess you're just gonna leave me. <laughs> no, I don't. No, we could have, sort like, bachelor host. contestants. Oh my god, we could do that. Could be a Patreon episode one time. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. We should do it like when the like yeah, when we Paradise should. is airing or something. Yeah, because those are all also people that we know like a little bit more about. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. I think I think I got all the ones in this talk. Um. If given the chance, this is from Michael, and it's um, a bit of a tricky question. We don't yeah. know how to answer this. Um, so if given the chance, would you have written the lead character of the Golden Trio as a girl? And then, um, like, as an addendum to that, you could, like, keep the other two still boys. You could, like, change the gender makeup of the Golden Trio any way you like. Okay, so I think both Audrey and I feel the same way about, like, at least the... How we like having a male, like, a boy-girl. Like, we like the representation of, like, a male-female relationship yes. with Hermione and yeah. Harry. Like, their friendship. So I don't want to make it either all women or all men. Yeah. But, and, like, I do like the one-girl, two-boy aspect but I also would have I would have liked the main character to be a woman yeah I mean I think like if Harry Potter were written like 10 years later I think that Harry would have been a a female a young female lead because like a lot of the other YA I read growing up like I'm looking right here like we're looking at my bookshelf like Divergent Hunger Games like that kind of stuff I guess Percy Jackson is a guy but Percy Jackson is, like, um, literally the only exception. Percy Jackson and Harry Potter, Harry Potter yeah. are the two exceptions. And I normally only read female authors as well. Yeah. But I feel like that's a byproduct of me reading a lot of YA who yeah. have female leads. They are normally written by a woman. Yes. Um, so I definitely, like, I would have loved that as a kid. Um but, but I, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't want me wanting the main character to take away from the great woman, like female characters that are already in Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. You know, like Hermione is great. Like, yeah, and and my favorite characters in this series, like if I list my top five favorite characters, they're all Yeah, most women. of them are women. And so, like, I just think, like, I think that we're not, like, starved for a good, strong female character. Yeah. I would say, like, if, if I'm changing, like, demographic and, like, personal character, like, personal, like, information about the mm, trio. You wouldn't change genders. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be, like, the first thing. I would change, like, race. I would change, yeah. um, sexualities. And I, like, what, it would be so cool if one of the trio was, like, a trans kid. Yeah. Um, but, like, obviously that's, like, an alternate universe that we're living in. And, like, yeah. but I think that, like, the genders of the golden trio are not the thing that, like, first comes up as something I want to change. Yeah, and I do think I appreciate Hermione, like, 
if we're let's stereotype the three like yeah. golden trio i'm glad that the smart capable one is the woman <laughs> you know like if yeah. ron were the girl and like harry and hermione were boys yeah. and like ron was the female i feel like they like her like that woman just wouldn't have been as like as strong as, as empowering yeah. as a care of a character as hermione is like if i had to pick out of those three stereotypes I still probably would have picked Hermione's personality to be the woman yeah, of those three, yeah. if that makes sense. And then when you add in the Silver Trio, like, Ginny, I think of as, like, the most predominant character of the Silver Trio. Yeah. Like, Ginny's a badass. And then I probably think of Luna next before I think of Neville. Luna's also a badass. And so, like, I like that you get more of the balance when you add in the Silver the Trio. Tri- yeah. Um, yeah, I do think that's an interesting question, but also I think at the end of the day, when, like, just talking now... I, like you said, like, we're not starved for, like, a good female characters in Harry Potter, thankfully. We're, like, starved for other diversity in Harry yeah. Potter, you know? But I'm glad we at least have, like, that. Yeah. Definitely. Know? Definitely. And I think that there are plenty... And I think that the female representation we do have in Harry Potter is very positive. Like, very strong, very independent. Yeah. For the most part. I maybe would say that I would love for, like the marauders or the marauders generation mm. to have more women because like we only know lily and like she's not really a marauder but yeah. like if the marauders maybe were like if lupin was a girl two or, guys yeah, yeah two guys and two girls or like i don't want even Peter if we just girl, knew though. about like lily's friends i think that would like balance that out more if i could gender bend one character though i feel like having Fred and George be like a boy girl, but twin like set. same personality. Yeah, like still like the same person, yeah. but a boy and a girl. Like, that would be cool. I would love that. Yeah, but then that like has connotations for, with like, Jenny. Yeah, but that would change um, that dynamic. That would be really cool. I think that would be really cool. But other than that, I mean, I think we have very good like personality diversity within the two genders that we are shown in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Okay, cool. Um, I think that's all we have. Um, we're coming up on good time for the podcast, so good ending length. time. Yeah, good length. Um, so we're gonna I think we're gonna call it there. But thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions. Um, we appreciate that. You guys sent in some pretty good ones. Um, made us think a little bit. Yeah. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And please subscribe and rate and review um, on whatever podcast app you choose to listen on. Yeah, and then if there's a question that, like, really spoke to you (laughs) that you want to share your answer for, like, please feel free. I know we didn't do a pop quiz question because this episode was all questions, so we didn't hear any of your answers to any of these questions. So if you, like, feel, like, really strongly about, like, your zodiac sign, kind of like Audrey was saying, and your house like please put that in our facebook group or comment on our instagram but the best way would be our facebook group that is wizard (laughs) studies podcast on wizard studies podcast group on facebook um but our instagram is wizard studies podcast our twitter is wizard studies you could also email us at wizard studies podcast at gmail.com great as always thank you so much for listening and remember just do your best we'll do the rest and learn until our brains all rot